0: Alright, welcome to Craft and this is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here discuss great cigars, great
1: whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and
0: discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... (laughs) That's what it's about Thank you for joining Craft the Puro Please enjoy this episode Cheers
1: Hey This is the Bourbon Cowboy And we are back online At Lit And we are ready for a uh, Great night Of talking about cigars Bourbon And getting into our banter And what we usually do we are here with, also, the, the Viking. Yes. I am here, sitting
0: here with...
2: whiskey. Uh... So yeah. All right, the Mad Rush. Yeah,
0: the Mad Rush. He's got that one down Out It actually clicks a little bit. It's pretty good. Uh, like the Cowboy said, we are here at Lit Cigar Lounge, our locker sponsor, the OG sponsor of the podcast. Um, and we are going to dive into a new whiskey, new kind of finish, which is unique. And we're also going to start our first of four weeks of the Bourbon Cowboys idea of visiting traditional brand cigars. So we've done a lot, a lot of boutique brands over the past year, um, but we haven't really done as paid much attention to some of the originals. So what we're starting with is we are actually smoking the number 55 Arturo Fuente Añejo Maduro um now this is pretty much a bellicoso um, we're looking at a I, know, I give it a five and a half by 52. Um, it's got a nice cedar wrap on it and uh deep deep kind of dirty maduro wrapper man smell bad at all it's pretty good uh, so we'll pull these out we'll get cutting into these yeah, I'm excited. I don't even know when the last time I had a flintake.
1: Yeah, we were talking about this. When I bet we got you it's here. been
0: a long time, yeah. I mean, maybe a year. Yeah, I've, I have I have not smoked a tatuaje. It, it had been a couple of years since I tried any tatuaje until the birthday episode when when um, the squirt and German gave me the Opus X. What?
2: I fucked you up by saying that I was ordering Tatuajes. You just said Tatuajes. It's been a while since you tried Tatuajes. It's been like one day or less. Oh,
0: it's been a few hours. (laughs) Sorry. Arturo Fuente. (laughs) If I said Tatuajes, sorry. Hey, Mark, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it had been been at least a couple of years, if not more, since I'd had one until I had that that Opus XA on my birthday. So we'll dive into this. And we picked a good one. It's not kind of none of the run in the mill nothing like that. So we'll see. Uh, Pretty good. Well, I guess the reason uh, we're doing
1: this is because we uh, I was down in uh, Florida not too long ago, and I was asking, I went to some of the top uh, tobacco outlets where you could buy anything you wanted, and they were telling me that the boutique cigars that we smoke up here in St. Louis and maybe in the Midwest that I feel like and, and, and if you look at some of the reviews that are out for some of the cigars of the year, the Tatuade and some of these boutique cigars that we've been rocking and rolling on for a long time, we love them. But down there, you know, it's the old school. It's it's the old guards of, of the guys that have been smoking these cigars and the true pioneers who've been here forever. So I was just like, hey, let's get back and try some of these uh, old school stuff, some of the anchors of the whole cigar you know, revolution and everything that's gone on with cigars. So, Matt, uh, um, Mark, the 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 uh, Viking picked this one out for us to start.
0: Real dark wrapper. Yeah, real, real like old school Maduro wrapper, like the, the that dark soil kind of like potting soil dark. You know, I'm gonna light this up. Um, give a little Spanish, do your little cedar toast thing. Yeah, because it's
1: all old school, right? So, I did like this with a lighter. The Oh, shit, I didn't even cut it. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll try that again. So, oh, shit. Now we're not close.
0: Yeah, so we'll get into these. Uh, Rush, are you going to cut into this bad boy? Yeah, it's all right. Let's get this dance going. Um, Now, Toro Fuente, you know, one of the original um, cigar companies came to the Dominican from Cuba. Uh, Carlito Fuente, Colo Fuente Jr., still, you know, being the name in the game. And very, actually, very, very, very popular cigars and not just the Opus X side, which is what I think a lot of people think. And that's not right. Um, Yes, the Opus X has become the pinnacle understanding of of Ta- uh, I'm sorry of Arturo Fuente, and uh, everybody wants to get after him, right? But there's some really unique things like the añejo, the añejo eye of the sharks, the God of Fires. Um, you know, there's some special cigars that, that drop.
2: But I really wanted to go against the grain and bring a shark to this, but I'm I'm glad I did. It's, it's still an
0: añejo version. It's just not the shark. Um, but so it'll be interesting to get into this. And, And it'll be interesting for me to say I cannot stand Fuente tobacco. There's nothing about it that excites me. Um, So this will be the interesting point to see if uh, something about it does turn and does do that. So we're firing into these. And then let's talk a little bit about this bourbon, man. Well, this is something that you've got uh, that you kind of brought
1: to us, but this is the Redemption. Everybody's heard about the Redemption line of bourbon. This particular cast series is done with a rum a rum cast finish.
0: And it's plantation rum. Yeah. Which plantation rum has become one of the kind of, I'd call it hot spot, very flavorful straight drinking rums. And they even have their I was talking about the other day, their OFTB which is over a hundred proof rum. You know, which is super unique. Yeah, I've known. Yeah,
1: I've, I've I've actually uh had some people who are selling plantation rum, and I've talked to them about it. It's got a unique flavor. It's a little different than the rum that I'm used to doing. But it says here, and it's almost like they did a combined label too. It's kind of a private label with redemption and plantation right on the thing. And it says straight rye, whiskey finished, and plantation Caribbean rum cask, um, 94 proof. This is batch two. And it's in their regular bottle with just some, it looks like some combined, um, you know, labeling on it. It's
0: pretty cool. It looks tropical. Yeah, it's cool. It's got the, you know, it's got like a little sea monster and a little anchor on the side. Yeah. And it's got a good beach vibe to it, but it yeah, well, interesting to try it. So on this podcast, we have a cool thing going on for all of you that aren't part of the Patreon. In about 15 or so minutes, uh, we launched a Zoom call and we gave the codes to everyone on the Patreon. So all the viewers, all the Patreon members can jump on and actually chat with us through the episode. And we'll be talking with them and answering some questions and stuff like that, which will be fun. Um but diving into these cigars, I mean, I know we don't ever, we don't talk as you shouldn't about the first, you know, the first inch or whatever, when you're smoking on it, but there's something that reminds me about um, the Toro Fuente every time I smoke it, it's just dirty when it starts. You know, it's just, it's just, just dirty. It's interesting. But
1: we we'll gonna do it. Well, well see mine, I'm getting and, I, and, you know, that's our honesty is the best policy. I'm getting nothing on the wrapper at all. No flavors. And, right, we just started smoking it, but really not getting much yet. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, a blowing in the wind right now.
0: Right, That's it, it's hairy, it's air. I mean, if you retrohale it real quick, it's got a uh, very hay, like light hay
2: um yeah interesting you know. did you intend these to be a, tar- a targeted pairing
0: no no never did that not at all
2: cause I haven't I haven't taken a sip but I'm already thinking that this is I don't know
0: well we'll see why don't we cheers this let's try this redemption let's yeah. give this let's give the cigar a good five ten minutes and see what we bring off that huh this thing is so, and I have to be I have to be honest, I tried it yesterday. It is so unique to me because this is a Redemption rye, okay? So if you've had Redemption rye, whether the straight rye or the high rye, I think they're both spicy and semi-sweet from Redemption. But because it's with plantation, it's interesting because typically with a rum cash, you get a lot more sweetness, you know, because all the sugar everything in the rum. This... It's like the sugar elevates the spice from the rye, and then the retro effect is, is the spice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, then, and also, there's no wood in this. I don't get any oak, any nothing out of this.
2: So, when I, when I tried this yesterday too, I expected some banana quality uh not not because i I always get that out of plantation rum products, but often that's something i I've, I've I've come to expect when when there's a rum finish on a on a whiskey and it I, that's not how I describe this one this actually i like this one a lot
0: yeah this one is it's definitely definitely different and it's also like i said different than most uh rum cask finishes. The funny thing about it
1: is for me it doesn't really taste like a true rye and it doesn't taste like rum it's got its unique um kind of flavor profile that's really different and i want to say it's 90 94 proof and it's definitely smooth yeah it's just got some Really nice, complementing
0: flavors. Do you get any like initially your first drink, whatever? But do you pull any wood, any oak, nothing. any char, nothing? Nothing. Which is interesting because with Redemption, it, it's got it's got an oaky texture to it. It really does. And I've even had some plantation rums. I have a couple
1: bottles that I've had and drank, and they're done. I, you know, I was working my pina coladas. I was I was seeing if the the plantation rum was bringing anything more to my pina colada that I might like. Right. And I'm not even getting what I remember from plantation rums out of this it's just really a good smooth um, combination of of both of these working really well together
0: kind of for me I I think it's oh go ahead more sorry I
2: was going to say also I would use this you know I'm not really working in in, in your your line of work anymore but I was when when, when I did this this would be one of one of the products I'd use as, as, a, as, a, as an education slash transition product, something that, that I'd have somebody try to, who, who automatically says they dislike whiskey to kind of bring them into it because it's sweeter.
0: Right. And you, you know what I can say? I think this kind of goes in regard to what you're saying. This is probably the best rum-finished whiskey. Not best as in best taste. But to get just a little bit of both of it without it being extra sweet or syrupy, like, what was it? Is it pack five that we did for Super Bowl last year, yep. this rum finish? Because I joked, I came back from the Cayman Islands, I was like, everything tastes like rum. Everything tastes like but rum. That had a more rich,
1: um, layered um, this to it. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying This trying what I would almost like, hey, uh, around the bonfire, everybody
0: ice up. Let's just start pouring some drinks of this. Right, and I, th- I think that's kind of the point I'm trying to say is compared to, that's the best one I can compare it to, right? But that one's
2: cash strength, isn't it? True, true, but, but even
0: still, at cash strength, you were pulling so much sugar out of it, So many different things going on. Where this one at 94, you know, just shy of 100, it doesn't sway either way in particular it hangs out and it's got it's got a cool little balance on it Yeah, you know, that's what I think but it's good, it's good. And I agree, this would be like, Hodge, like you said, so ice up, let's have some drinks. Or am like, hey, I got this bottle, If you, if uh, you put poured, a little ice in your glass, let's pound this out over the next hour and have some fun. Right, or if you poured someone Buffalo Trace, and they're like, oh, I don't like whiskey. And then you, and then you poured this with a little bit of sweetness, and, and also you're going from wheat to rye, right? But, or sorry, from grain or corn and grain to rye. But when you go to the rye, and the little bit of sweetness you get that still lets that little bit of spice hang out from the rye, you know, that's where someone can transition into understanding the oak and the quote-unquote burn of alcohol, you know?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind having this around the pool this summer. You know, over some guys that or some peeps that come over, and I'm like, hey, try this with, uh,
0: you know, a little bit of ice and see what you think of this. Right. I like it. And I, I think mean, this is one that, Deb, that, that ice is very interesting. I think if you had this over ice. and I never say it'd be, ice? It'd be sweet as candy.
2: Did you try it that way?
0: Nope. Nope, I'm a purist. (laughs) And I'm not saying put it on ice
1: for uh, delusion. I'm just saying I can see me easily just kind of drinking this. Where I I normally kind of chew, if you understand what I'm saying, because we've talked about it on the podcast, where where you're kind of letting some air and and holding the bourbon up against the upside of your mouth. Um, Normally I do that with bourbon, but this one... It's a drinker, and maybe it's a drinker for me because I'm so used to, we are so used to drinking above 100 proof. Oh, for sure. And um, there's no heavy burn on this or anything. It's just really smooth. Yeah, it's a nice expression.
0: Yeah, it's very good. I I like it. I like it a lot. This is something I'm going to try and get a couple bottles of this. Because this is cool. This is different. Now, without drinking the rest of Redemption off top of my head, this may be the best Redemption that, that I've had. I wouldn't say I'm a big Redemption fan at all, but this is really
1: interesting. You know, I'm retrohaling hailing this, um, and, and we're just getting in. I mean, we still probably got another inch before we're getting to the meat of this, but I'm getting little light floral notes off of this a little bit. On the cigar, yeah, just really? really light, little floral.
2: Is that because of the the redemption?
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but no, you're not wrong. Sometimes they just do. don't. Uh, you're never wrong. That's what you're tasting. Yeah. Now is
1: this normally this end? Um, well, I kind of call it a, a torpedo, which
0: is so. I, you know what I call these? You've heard me say it before. I call them witches' peaks. Oh, you know why? Because it is. It is a, a torpedo. Uh-huh. They're trying to direct the flow and pull it through the center, right? Y- yeah, yeah. That's that's the the i the idea. Is it's also in the rolling point? Is there supposed to be a better build of flavor here because you get a tighter connection of binder filler wrapper, and and, and it's. It's collecting right there as you're smoking through. Wow. Idea, right, idea. I don't think anything actually proves that way, but idea. But the reason I call these Widow Peaks is most Torpedoes we smoke, right? They come right to a point, you clip it and you go. You notice know how like, each one of ours, one was bent a little this way, one was bent a little back, one wasn't as round on top. I call them witches' Peaks. because the way they're, and I think that's, I think that's part of the draw like to them, you know. One thing I'll say about the cigar so far is the ash on this thing. Oh, yeah. This thing is a magnesium powerhouse. Just a little bit of sulfur in there. You know, a little bit of black hanging out. Um, what I'm gonna say on the cigar so far that's really interesting, this cigar tastes good if you retrohale it. I don't, I don't like the way it just flows off the palate. the way it just leaves the tongue. Now I cut this once. Now I've had these before, well,
1: the draw. It feels like I'm I'm having to pull a little hard, and I'll cut it again, and then it opens up. But I know from talking with you about this, you got to oh, be oh, you fucking you got to be careful not to uh, cut it too much.
0: So what you guys just missed is I rolled my cigar out of my hand and fucking made it snow everywhere. Fantastic! ash down my fucking legs. Beautiful. Jesus. Um, I will address to you though that floral thing. It's like a, um, <laughs> I'm gonna really take, light. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna take that floral thing and kind of play with it. You know when uh, you know like those Glade plugs in plugins. Yeah. You know I love doing this. You know when they start to run out and it starts to smell burnt. Yeah. It's floral like that. It's just it's like faint, but the the the, the burns, the smoke's still there, the tobacco, everything's still there, but it's faint. You know what I mean? I can see that. I can see that a lot and it's in floral like boutique floral like flor, like not boutique yeah like a boutique florist right That's yeah, like boutique. What yeah yeah but then the draw like the, like the cigar so far it's dominican right and i've always said that dominican tobacco is dirty not that it's bad tobacco it's just it tastes dirty it's very soiled it's very it tastes like it's dirt right you know what i mean but it's but it's the retro hell is different though because it's like as of right now all the flavors in your nose yeah, it's, it's, to me at least. It's, yeah. Everything's in the nose, on your tongue. And it's not hot. You know, it's not burning hot or anything. Um, but the smoke's very light, too. That's what's interesting. The body of the cigar, is very... Like, when you hold it and let it roll, it thickens up a little bit. But when you just let it go, I don't know no one can see what well, I'm talking I'm, about. I'm but. just... And, and I, I hear everything you're saying.
1: I'm just wondering, because I've done these with the... Um, oh what what are the um, and, and it's slipping my mind right now the torpedoes on both ends perfectos the perfectos when i'm smoking a perfecto sometimes i'll cut it and i'll work it for a while and i feel like i'm having to draw a little heavy and then i'll cut it one more time and then bam it really opens up
0: can you hear us yeah pull this chat up sorry we got a couple patrons jumping in I want to pull this chat up so everyone can talk to us here hey, can you keep all this over. over there with your uh your welding dan course. can you hear us buddy <laughs> that's yeah? hilarious. okay if you yeah. open up your I chat you hang I out with us can. have a cigar any questions or anything just throw it in there and we'll reference right back to it okay looking good rusty what's up my man Rusty. Hey, so we can't we can't hear you. Everything right now is just chat through. So pop the chat up, and we're just going to chat as we roll. Um, so for you guys, so you guys know, we're we're smoking Fuentes right now. Um, we're smoking the Magnum uh, 55 añejos. This is part of our first four week um, traditional cigar run through. We're visiting old families, things like that. Perfect. Um, right on the floor. So we'll jump back into that. We opened up with this Redemption Rum cask. Um, which is it's good we like it I think we ran through that already Um, but yeah but back back to that point it's it's dirty like I think I think Fuente tobacco is it just I don't you hear that term uh, what do they call it barnyard or barnwood that shit half wheel uses it's almost dusty again
1: like you know how we've had some cigars that are are like uh, it's like old bourbon it's like old tobacco you get like that um antique like it's been sitting up in the attic for a while even when you retrohale you get like a dusty effect
0: for sure it's a little it's a, it's i don't know but when it hits it just, it smells like when you're walking through the indoor lumber yard at lowe's <laughs> that's what it tastes like it tastes like that yes. smell but then when you retrohale that's when you get a little bit of that you know fruit basket floral you know nope. that whole thing that runs out and plays around i mean actually well it could be a
1: lighter cigar but some of the flavors in that you know i don't know if it's the greatest pairing but if we were rocking and rolling on a uh a spicier cigar it may not
0: flow as well i don't know it's kind of a difficult pairing i think all right do you guys have any music or anything playing behind you If you do, you guys here. I'm gonna unmute you, and if you guys want to holler out and say what's up or anything, you can. What well, if I can figure this out? I will. <laughs>
2: Let's
0: look at Warner with the pink socks. All right, Dan, go ahead and unmute, buddy. You good. What a great start. All right, he's my favorite. Say what's guys. up, man. Your mic's on there. Well, you not yeah. um, I so, so. Oh, yeah. So. That's all right. Right on. Rusty, how you doing, right. buddy? <laughs> oh, Good, boys. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, What's up? Guys. So, I think if, if a couple of the rest of the patrons will jump in if they can. Um, everyone's coming in muted, so I'll leave it like this for now. You guys feel free to talk with us everything like that. Um, We're gonna do kind of a run in the mill, um, simple questions and stuff today. The one thing I I do wanna start talking about though, is I wanna talk about cutters, okay? We haven't haven't done any of this generic, since we're doing (laughs) generic cigars, yeah I'm talking shit. Um, (laughs) Generic cigars. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk, so let's talk cutters, right? So, when you cut, we all, everyone knows I'm a straight cut guy, I I straight cut everything. I have, I have my Zykar X1, the Mayan edition. That's mine. Um, but, and then you have something like the Mad Russian's got the Benchmade um, switchblade, which cuts like that. And then the Cowboy's usually carrying around this Perfecto cutter. Um, and these Perfectos, what they allow you to do, these things came popular for a long time. It actually has a back on it that stops the cigar from going through. So once you clip it, you know it's supposed to be dummy proof but you know cigars are handmade so there's handmade issues of course of course okay i just bought it yeah. today so we got a circumciser and we got a french pocket knife that i is love good. it this says so. cuban on it i don't know <laughs> cuban crafters oh cuban yeah. Yeah. um so what's interesting is is on the video the patreon you can see um, a couple of guys, Dan and Rusty. Dan's Dan's got the XO, the Circle Zycar circumciser that the Russian has, yeah. and then Rusty's got the—is that the what do they called, the La Petite? Well, this is a French company. It's called the Les Fenais Lames. Oh, and is that, is that the is that the Petite though, the small one? Yeah. 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 See, if you were cool, you'd have got the one with all the skulls on it, but you're not cool.
2: Yeah, so. I see. They didn't you're have that at the shop today.
0: Antlers, polished antlers, the so. small ones. Yeah, a- yeah. Actually, the, you I'm know. I'm gonna bring my scissors I, I,
2: I, still, I still like that, that XO. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not writing that off. I just, this this is a new toy, and I'm, you know, I'm rocking this for now. I- but when it comes
0: to cutters, though, I don't, I, I literally have said this for mm-hmm. years, forever. To, anyone I've ever talked to. Rusty, you're a rep, you've had this conversation. Dan, you've heard this in stores. Everyone's had this conversation. If you haven't had this conversation, someone's an idiot talking to you. The cut on a cigar. No no blender, no roller rolls a cigar for one specified cutter, okay? It's a sharp edge that takes a cap off a cigar. If you want to V-cut it, shit, there's this Uh, dude on Instagram now that's got this thing that's got five spikes in it, and you stab the bottom of your cigar, and you suck through it. I saw that. That's called lazy. Or your eye coordination is really bad, because you can't just... I mean, I I don't know.
1: When those first came out, there was guys that tried that. And they actually got one of the blades stuck in the cigar, and they pulled it out and put it in their mouth and cut their mouth.
0: That's fantastic. So, See, that's what they get. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's exactly. that's like do you, do you, there, there's a cutter. I don't even know if it's still around. It was called the shuriken, and it was uh, literally like a a, a cap, like, like if you had a tall cap of water that had five blades in it, and you just pushed it down on the cap of the cigar. Mm. So, what I kept seeing when people use that, they are like, oh, it's cool. You do that and like they do it at an angle. So, as soon as they pulled it off, cap comes off, wrapper <laughs> just starts doing this number. And then they peel the wrapper off and they smoke through it and it just poof, does this the whole time they're smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's one thing I want to make very clear. I think that, that cutter style and preference comes down to the direction of the smoke, how you want it to come out of the cigar. And then also, some of these cutters are just made to look cool, okay? That the the XO, that's for circumcising babies, okay? Uh, <laughs> or but what I like about the XO is it, it gives you, it does, that, that'll do up to a 60, won't it? Clean? Yeah. Right, it'll do up to a 60 ring gauge on your XO? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But then like the, so for example, for all necessary reasons. This Benchmade is the same thing as your your Finesse Flamas, the, the the French one. Yeah. You know, and those are cool. I mean, but they're they're cool. You know yeah. what I mean? And and they're they're I mean they're incredibly cool. Don't get me wrong. I'll still get the one with the skulls at some point. Um, I bought mine to double as a pocket knife. Well, yeah, and that's what you should do. The yeah. funny thing is when you see the guy carrying that around and a pocket knife. You got to sit down and have a talk with that young man, because that's, that's a little crazy, you know? But um, but uh, that's what that shit comes down to. It's, it's that simple, all right? Uh, now, the other one is when you talk lighters, I think this is where things get, get a little dicey. Because you know, I light with a soft flame all the time. Um, Randy, I'll see you, bro. Um, I light with a soft flame all the time. Unless it's, you know, windy. I'm sorry, unless someone's breathing near me, then I borrow a torch, right? And light with it. But where that gets fun, con- you know, you talk to someone that like like uh, the Silver Squirrel or Fox or Sloth or whatever the hell we're calling him now. Julian? Yeah. Um, when he uses, he's, a, he's a match guy. He's a match guy. He likes it.
2: Actually, for a long time, he was saving... These and using these to like mm-hmm.
1: which I did tonight, which was yeah. kind of a pain in the ass, but I wanted to go old school. Wanted to go old school,
0: yeah, yeah. Do it like the and the actually, I,
2: I was I was trying to think. So, 2016 is uh, April 2016 is when when Silver Sloth and I uh, spent a week in in Ebor, and that's when that's when I was really into Fuente because. We went into that little house that, that seemed kind of out of place there. All, the, all these all little, the chickens, yeah, all the chickens running around the, in the yard, and I was really impressed with the way that they received us. It, it was it was first about the the service that we got there, and and maybe less about the cigars. But I was I was so impressed with with the way that they treated us that. I, I became a, a Fuente fan and I was smoking almost exclusively Fuente for, for a while. And then, I, and then I changed, I mean, also my, my palate changed too, so I'm, I don't know.
1: Well, I think your palate's always changing, right? Your palate's always gonna you're change. Move in, you're moving, yeah. you're you always smoke.
0: elevating your palate. I think there's always gonna be a few of those cigars that no matter how many years it's been, as long as they're still being made the same way and company hasn't changed hands and the brand survived, as long as the cigars still being made the same way you know through gen- some cigars will will maintain but then they also change a little too because you know weather right so like this year the way the floods hit Honduras, Honduras, nicaragua and all that water content that soil what does survive and what is able to plant it's going to be different you know you're going to see some changes the rusty can correlate that I and mean, you'll see some changes that are going to happen in the tobacco um, simply because of, of the flood and, and, w- and what water does, right? Runoff, you know, it's going to move soil. See it's it? going to move different things around. It's going to bring soil. It's going to it's going to move land. It's going to bring soil from elsewhere into here, and you know, you'll retill and repopulate and things like that. But it's yeah, going to change. I'm
2: so not much. actually going for longest dash contest, but this is look. I'm I'm holding it.
0: Well, yeah. Remember when I said it? It tasted like how wood smells in the indoor lumberyard. Two by four stand up straight too. <laughs> <laughs> But when it, come, when it comes to lighters, um, and then a lot of people use lighters wrong too. You know, you've, you've, you've seen someone that just puts the damn, you know, it, it's, it's more noticeable anytime you have a lighter shade cigar like a Connecticut uh, or like an, a, a, a light Habano or Rosado or something. And someone puts that torch right up on there and you see the like the exhaust fume flames that yes. come down. It's all tainted black and everything like that. Lighters. So, like, especially with with jets, right? So single flames, or single jets, dual jets, triple jets, quad jets, uh, lightsabers that that are out now, you know, fucking Cranbolet torches. Um, I think any lighter can work as long as you're using it appropriately, you know? Uh, But there's also time and place. You know, if you're a soft flame guy, you're a match guy. If you're on a golf course on a fairway trying to light a match on a cigar, you are the goofiest looking dude in the world. Cause you got everyone huddled around you, with their hands. You know, <laughs> you know everyone's holding their breath, not trying to breathe.
1: Um, yeah. So you have a nice collection of accessories that you do for different times, different functions, different activities.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but you your remember, but you remember that, that that Zycar I bought because I thought that was the. They said that that was the ultimate um, golf lighter, and and. I, I I hated it. I was really disappointed in that. Well, that's
0: because that was a old cigarette lighter in someone's car that they stuck inside a rechargeable silver battery. <laughs> yeah, I think it was hilarious. Do you remember that Zycar lighter? The, the, it, yeah, it, 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 I mean, it worked great lighting your cigar, but it was always funny to watch someone try to relight. We got yeah. ash in the coil, and <laughs> it just had the coils that would heat yeah, up from the back. It gets silly, but well, that was good. The redemption was good. Well, we ready to start with another one? Yeah, let's talk about what you're bringing in next. Um, on on this cigar, uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny. I pride myself on not knowing anything about Fuente tobacco. This is going to be a bashing episode. I just want everyone to know that. I don't think I have anything nice to say about Fuente but this is the añejo number 55 maduro um reserva extra viejo uh it's i'll tell you i, I will say one thing about it the construction is fantastic um the ash doesn't want to go anywhere at all yeah um but it's interesting because when you smoke it and like it, when it when it draws in uh, when it hits your palate on your tongue, it's it's di- it, it's dirty. It tastes like dirt, it really does. Which isn't always a bad thing, you know. So like that dirty texture a lot of times. Um, but what's interesting is where all the flavor is on this cigar is when you retrohale it. When you retro, it, you get you literally get like you're at a, a, a floral a flower shop, and there's a lot of different different you know you get like not that I know what ro- flowers smell like, but it, you know if you get a, you get some rose and you get some daisies and you get some, you know, it's just this big floral kind of blowout that comes through your nostrils, which is really interesting Uh, because, you know, a lot of times when you, when you retrohale, you're just trying to advance the taste, you know, open it up, use your whole palate for the experience. Uh, It's very rare that it's been rare for me in, in my years that the retrohale is the flavor of the cigar that you can note, whereas the mouthfeel is Nothing, you know? Strange. So,
1: um, what we are pouring now, uh, I got over at uh, Dogwood Wine and Spirits. So House. Uh, yeah, Dogwood, Dogwood Wine, and Wine and Spirits. Anyway, we've had this. Um, we had the Ezra Distillers Collection um, on our podcast before. And listen, I, I have to be honest, man. Lux Row, everything is they put out—it's Lux Row. Well, oh, it's a Rebel because, product, you but know. it's not Rebel Yellow. It's its own bourbon. It's Rebel Bourbon. Right. But this is a Lux Row product, and um, which is uncharacteristic a little, which is kind of cool. They finally went to a different colored label, other than black, gold, and white. I mean, they have kind of a look to their their uh, stuff, but. This is kind of a deep burgundy label and this is a hand uh barrel pick from the distiller's collection it's a a weeded definitely smooth as they put down here this is 113 proof and um i'm not really distilled in age i don't know if they've got an age statement but this could be anywhere from four to eight years old and um I initially thought it was a barrel pick, but it's just a Rebel Distillers collection, which I haven't Uh-oh. seen often other than in the, um, well, it used to be um, Lucas, now Dogtown, um, Dogwood, Wine Spirits, yeah. whatever. And um, I tasted it there the other day and really kind of liked it. I haven't seen it anywhere <laughs> except there, so I grabbed it, and we're going to have a little bit of that. I wanna say the price point on it was about
0: 50, 55 maybe. It would take a couple. Dan, to answer your question, Lit, our locker sponsor, where we're at, uh, this is a full service lounge. So this has a bar, everything. Um, Being members, you are allowed to bring your own product in, okay? So we do. We do always. We do always start with products from here. So the redemption is from lit, and then we move in. Like the cigars are from lit, and then we move in and we change some things up and smoke them out. Um, so I do want to correct myself. You're right. This uh, you were right. This is Lux Row for sure. You knew that. I didn't know Rebel Yell rebranded. So they go, remember what it was? Yeah, Rebel, Ye- Rebel, Rebel Yell bourbon. Rebel Yell bourbon, right? Right. Now yeah. they go, it's Rebel bourbon, and that's one of their expressions. So they've got Kentucky Rebel, Kentucky straight bourbon, Rebel 100, Kentucky straight bourbon. Then they've got 10-year single barrel Rebel Yell, and then they've got Rebel straight rye whiskey, and then ginger whiskey, I don't know what that means. and I don't know what that means either. So they rebranded. So like Rebel Yell is no longer Rebel Yell, it's an expression under Rebel from Lux. Well, they're expanding their collection
1: quite a bit because we had a blue label, I believe it was, is it called Madison County? Uh, I think they've got three different expressions now, whatever, and we had it on a podcast, I want to say three or four weeks ago, and we really liked it, and they've got two others that we haven't tried. Price point somewhere in the 30s to forty a bottle, and I, I i found that really good. I really haven't honestly. I from Lux Rose. I mean, obviously uh, um, the um, the pack series. Uh, what am I thinking? You know, a pack like we were talking about, Pack Five, uh, the Blood Oath? the Blood O yeah. series comes out of uh, Lux Rose too. I think they're really doing good with their their products, and well, let's cheers
0: this and give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. Let's check this out, Rebel Distillers Collection.
1: But again, it's almost like Booker's. There is that
0: signature, really that nice. Thing. Yeah. The one thing you can adapt it to, yeah, we're not drinking Blood Oath right now, but there's always been something about Blood Oath that always made me remind me of it. It's hilarious. Like right up here in the roof of your mouth, that's where you get that oak spice from every Blood Oath. Yeah. Every, and it does it with this too. And I um, love it. Yeah, it's cool. What proof is this? 113. Yeah, it's
1: not... And again, we've talked about this many times on the podcast. It's hard figuring proofs out because um, at 113, yeah. uh, I, I mean, that's pretty smooth for 113. We've had 126 with Bookers and 124. Um, and, and it's just no figuring how smooth or how the burn is going to affect, but for all of a sudden walking in there and finding this and trying it, I, I was really kind of happy with this. And especially at a $50 price point, beautiful bottle, a little different than what they typically put out. I thought it was really nice. I, I, will, I It would be even more interesting if it was a barrel pick, but I'm right. assuming because Dogtown bought Lucas, some of this was already purchased ahead of time.
0: Well, some of it was. That was the funny thing we talked yeah, about Dogwood, yeah. right? When when all their barrels- So I'm not picks, giving all the credit to Dogwood yeah, on none some of, of none this, none, all, right? All their, well, it's the same owner, just name change. Oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah that, there's a whole history thing there. It was, There was some kind of agreement when the guy that originally bought- So someone bought Lucas, right? And then there was an agreement on the name for the length of the lease or whatever that term ran out he bought the building changed it to his name oh. so he'd owned it for a while and i there's there's weird so you know, really this is just name changes deserts, or yeah for the, oh, now okay. i don't know how many years this individual had owned it but i'm gonna assume because it was lucas um so, I mean, it's been lucas since i've been yeah, here yeah so. so, i don't know but in um, kansas city
1: is has some huge lucas liquor stores up there that i've gone to that
0: their barrel picks are freaking monstrous right there. Right. Yeah. Um but it's good. I wanna I just sit on that a little bit. As far as the Fuente, what has it what, what's happened? I can tell you I already like the Fuente better with this pairing.
1: Um, I think. I think these were too similar. The redemption in there, they were kind of smooth and um I don't know. This one seems to be a little pair, better pairing for me. For me to verbalize that, I'm not quite sure, but this is this is good good juice. I kind of like it.
0: We'll see. Bartrix <laughs> um, but it's got all that.
1: Um, there's even a little light fruit and. Um, uh, a, a cast of little uh, light flavors that happen if you chew it and get some air up over uh, in the upside of your mouth and whatever and anyway it's definitely a nice bottle to have in your collection Yeah. And um, what about this cigar? Uh, nothing's really changed right. on that end um, I'm not getting a big bold explosion in the middle of this cigar for me you know, it's pretty much the same I think the ash, for, the ash for me settled down a little bit and it's it's uh, it, it seems like the ash is hanging on a little bit more. Now I did a second cut on mine and I've got a way better draw. Um,
0: I don't know, it's it's interesting because it, I don't know if, if sometimes I think you try to smoke things fast to get rid of it and I don't know if the, like there there is a heat on my palate, right there is a, like a, like you ate spicy food, like like pepper, like like when you coarse pepper a steak, and you eat that bite and there there's a little bit of heat there, but it, you know it's it's just what you expect from the from the pepper, right? It's there, but again, now what has changed is like the dirt just like someone put some hot sauce on the dirt. You know what I mean? Like like someone took a, a made a mud pie, coated it in coarse black pepper, and just seared it to a beautiful rare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what it tastes like. But then again, in the retro right? That floralness picks up on it. It gets it gets rosebuddy. It gets it gets. You know, I, I think the term I used was a glade plug-in. You know, when you like plug a glade plug-in that's got like spring mist or whatever. And when it starts to run out, you smell it a little bit, but then it smells burnt. That's that's the retro That's that's what I can coin it to. Uh, but what sucks is that's the only. It's the only taste it's not usually there's some things you ignore and you just pinpoint what you like i'm not try- i know i'm talking shit. i'm not trying to dog it um but that's that's all it is Like i, I don't if i want to smoke dirt i'll go outside and snort a couple of lines of soil
2: so one of the, the, the <laughs> I'll, I'll offer something complimentary i think i think the impetus in in going back to the, these kinds of cigars was you know when we talked about this it was it was it was after several episodes several months of really exploring boutique cigars and and unknown brands and and I still have a lot of fun doing that but one of the things that I that I noticed especially in our last episode where for example I had that Ezra Zion uh, as as one of my choices. I noticed that it didn't feel I don't I don't I don't, I don't not not ever having made a cigar, I, it's hard for me to comment on 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 the construction. But I wonder if this the the uh, Liga Privada the the T52 that that the sloth had. Um, what do you
0: compare? What, what, you, I don't, what are you doing? What right I now? noticed
2: is that that maybe it's maybe those are maybe this and that are, are a tighter construction because with the Ezra fifty two is tight. Well, compared to, compared to the Ezra, I mean. Well, maybe the Ezra's just loose. Well, I don't think okay. she ran I think through fifty the two. Okay, okay, but, okay, but, okay, but, but but I but, but I smoked through, through that 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 Ezra Rosado wrapper. In, 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 in like 20 minutes. And it was a bigger cigar. So,
1: well, I think it, that the the, the the T-52 you're talking to, uh, and I've talked about this too, I thought it has a tighter construction than this, to be honest with you. And it's got those, what, what do we call those um, on the wrapper? It's got those like, um, toothy, the little bumps. What do they call them? The toothy. Yes. Little bumps. The little yeah. tooths that roll amongst that and um, like I feel like that has a little tighter construction than this. I, I, maybe I'm wrong but I, I feel like that. And I like that construction. I feel like I can put my teeth on the end of it a little bit, bite on a little bit when I'm smoking it, and it's then the other where the end just falls apart. My teeth can just that's, like it gets a real soft end so, on it. So
2: that's that's kind of what what I'm getting at. Like, here's a here's here's an Ezra. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: they're. I don't know. The one thing the one thing you can't do is is so because a cigar is larger and burning faster it's got nothing to do or it's got everything to do with construction just because it's larger doesn't mean it's gonna burn slower or, or faster yeah than but I will.
2: can't get this the kind of ash that I got on this on that not with that, not without really concentrating and deliberately trying to create that right well and this, we talked this about thing this before
0: ever- too the whole idea of dr- keep it's not it's not necessary
2: yeah but I did I'm I not trying to do it on this one. it just happened right with that well, that,
0: that, could, that could be moisture content in the cigar, it could be how the binder was thrown together, or how, I'm sorry, how the filler was thrown together, uh, how long the cigar actually sat pressed before it was wrapped. You know, I've talked about it design before, right? They put all this shit out consistently. How much time is being given to those cigars before they're wrapped, labeled, and shipped? I don't know. You know what I mean? mean
2: and and I, 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 I do like some of them. I'm, I'm still buying them. I mean, so
0: talk about a dope-ass label, right? <laughs> it's like a fucking joker, man. That's what I'm saying, yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, I get that. Um, but sturdiness on a cigar, I, I like that, too. And I think, uh, yeah, without actually physically knowing, I think the longer that a binder and filler sit together, and the 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 quality of roller putting a wrapper on a cigar like one that i can call it sturdy Russ, since you're here that vision is a very sturdy cigar it's very sturdy it's a great (coughs) cigar too great cigar too i'm not dogging it i'm saying it's sturdy you can hold it you can actually apply pressure to it with your teeth and not worry about separating the wrapper or smushing it down so,
2: so you're saying the reason that one stands up the way that you're talking about is because not, not just a tighter roll, but because it sat together longer,
0: and and also the big—it's t- a handmade product. Okay, so you have one Ezra Zion that you can't hold an ash on if you're trying or not, right? And age is going to play into the tobacco too. How long has it been? How long has it been sitting? How long was the tobacco kid, How long has the tobacco matured? All of that's going to play in to the the the, the, the unholy hold of the ash. You know what I mean? All of that's going to play into effect. If, if you know that that, that, that held the long ash for you without even trying, right? That's awesome. One Ezra, that Ezra Zion, you can't hold it. Lay every Ezra Zion cigar you have out and smoke through them and see which one will hold match longer. You know what I mean? I would almost bet, by their regular production shit and not all this fancy five packs, bet that regular production holds an ash. I'll try that. Why? Because it's their face cigar. I'll
2: try it. Right? I, I have When a you're When you're
0: consistently putting out a new five-pack with a fucking army man on it and brass knuckles and then, I don't know, a fucking, it looks like Lucille from Walking Dead and and then you're going to have a, a, a big turd of dog shit baked in gold wrapped around the next one. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's going to do... D- time, time, and quality goes into everything. That's why you've got good cigars. You got great cigars, yeah,
2: right? I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I don't like them. Look, I'm still buying it. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: But also, if you're rating something on how long the ash holds, you're probably smoking it for the wrong reason. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably smoking it for the wrong reason. Um, but that's how I feel. do go. we got? Hey, Dan, you just won points right there, baby t52 is one of his faves and nine can suck it. all you nine lovers can suck it well i like the t52
1: i'm a big i think you kind of turned me on that Uh, i brought you some from the outlaw and i tried them and i really like that cigar as well it's can't go wrong with that absolutely not
0: i like the i like the build the flavor and and something about uh, without getting incredibly dirty, diving into that, stalk-cut versions of that cigar are, are insane. I mean, you know, it kind of reminds me uh, of that cigar. The
1: same build, the same knottiness um, uh, on it, or what did you call it? Toothies. The toothy is uh, one of my favorite, the My Father, uh, Jaime Garcia. Yeah. Very similar build, correct? I mean, you've smoked those with me as well. I've smoked
0: a lot of them. Very similar. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, oh, those jerseys are cool. I like those. Those are cool. Those are cool. Uh, blues game's on.
1: They, they're wearing retro jerseys tonight. Who knows? I think um, they're doing it just for two games. You guys Blues
0: fans? About time Brian does some work. Look, yeah, right. I know. I know. He said about time Brian got to work. <laughs>
1: He just changed the game. I haven't seen him out of his seat. I've been here two yeah. hours.
0: <laughs> um, so, what was I? I was going to say something. Uh, I was going to say, go Broads. Hey! Hi, playboy. Dan, are you up in Mass? Is he up at Wildwood Pub? No, it looks like it, right? now. Well, where? What tent is he, he in? Said, it's his house. What? Yeah, man. He's got a tent at his house. I'm gonna mute. Mute's Good. Where are you from? Are you from Mass originally? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Bruins. Fuck the Blues. He give him he shit. Um, but uh, so what was I gonna say? Um, I will say one compliment I want to give the cigar, and I don't know if it's the rebel doing it or not, but that that barrel bite that I said I like from I think it's I pretty much. I can equate it to Blood Oath I don't want to say all Lux Row because that's a lot we've had a lot from Lux Row what's the other big one Lux Row does it's Blood Oath and what or is that always my joke about Lux Row the only good shit they have was Blood Oath and they never wanted to give it to you Uh, well actually we've had that Ezra 7 year
1: which we absolutely love that's the other one
2: well there's also and I haven't tried it I, I
1: have a bottle of it, too. That 12-year? Yeah. Is it I it 12-year? Yes.
2: It's it's a 12-year double cask. You can only buy it at, at their distillery in Louisville.
1: Yeah. Um, we I, need to open that sometime. I was waiting for another one, but, you know, God knows what's up next. Might as well open it up and enjoy it. But I have that, too. Yeah, I'm anxious to see. But I do say there's a thread amongst their bourbons. I like them all. Obviously, there's more than I like. Um, but and just like bookers we like them all but they're just our our wines, our, our faves um, but they all have a similarity to them and I think the same thing with Lux Row
0: um, but I like what they're doing, I do um, so this will be fun, our podcast reaches Rhode Island that's awesome. So he's in Rhode Island. Really? That's Rhode Island, yeah. So I also add to the yeah, bone, man. <laughs> right
1: on, man. By the way, I, I love it. Shit, bro. we need to do a podcast like you're freaking out.
0: So I, I also, we're on the way, uh, Rusty. We'll see you next week, buddy. All right, so, boys.
3: I'll be out there next week. Also, I'll see like you guys. The, the,
2: the fact that this is that this is a higher proof, and it's and, and it doesn't burn the way that that. Yeah. That, that, that you might expect. So it's it's not even a fair comparison. Look at the color.
0: Well, what what I was what I was saying is now, what I really like about it. Holy! How you shit. doing,
1: how many, I thought there was only like fifteen people. This is place. Saw you know,
0: the podcast and pick everything up for saying. Jesus. So the thing, the the thing that I like about it is that little bite that I can assign to blood oak. It's on every blood oak I've ever had. Is that little. Uh, heat you get right here. Yeah. But then what it's doing for this cigar, which I will say, haven't retroed it in a couple of minutes and blew the smoke into the glass and all that. It's bringing that floral to the tongue. Yeah. It's, it's like, I guess as you drink it and you breathe out through your nose, you know, the, the is leaving through your nose, the alcohol vapor. And it's like that that burn or the oak or what you want to call it's sitting there. But is it just me or is there like a, does <laughs> it sound crazy? You know like when you smoke fruit for a cocktail? yeah right How you heat it up yeah there's a little nip of that on the tongue on the whiskey
2: when's the last time that you had the, the base product the the 80 proof rebel yell the one that used to have the confederate flag that now uh was? the
0: last time i had it was when we were at that was it the bissinger's event the four roses event we got the bottle of four roses okay that's the last time i had like 80 proof rebel yell
2: so the, i still have a bottle because because I was gonna enter the, that cocktail competition that I ended up being a paid judge for. and I can taste some similarities here. This is, this is not the same product and I definitely prefer this. In fact, I would much rather make cocktails with this than, than, than their base product, but I can see the evolution here.
1: And then okay. there's another new one that I didn't bring tonight. It's the Ezra Brooks 99. Is it a Gretzky product? No, no. This oh. is just something that these are. At least so far, I've not seen anybody that has it. It's the Ezra Brooks 99. There was only one. I don't even know if I was supposed to get it, but I got it. Oh, cool! It. And um, it'd be interesting to try that. I haven't. It. it opened it, but well, I thought. But it's it's a Luxro product. The same. You can see. You know, they're, the gold, the white, the black, it's right. the same.
0: And it's, stained, it's imprinted on the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's Lux really Ro. cool for Lux Row, right? Because I remember just a couple years ago, and I think it was, I don't think Ezra Brooks was even out yet. No, because uh, the seven-year Ezra Brooks dropped at Whiskey in the Winter in 18. So it was a few years ago. Looking at Lux Row, every time a rep or someone for Lux Row wanted to give you something, they wanted to give you Rebel Yell, Exotico, uh... Or some other like low-end whatever and it was like the only good thing they had is it, it had like it had like exotico rebel yell kind of, like i think there was like a liqueur and then, like a cognac and then blood oath you're well, like oh cool can i do a blood Oath taste and they're like oh no well no. i think i
2: i think you know you're, you remember the, the podcast we did here with 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 dustin from Rustin, Lux yeah, Ro- yeah it, was, it was right back there yeah. i think that they've improved even since then. Well, what yeah. I was going to oh, yeah, say definitely. is when you look
0: just right now, right? Just right now, we've listed off, we've listed off, what, four significantly different Ezra Ezra Brooks products, right? They no. didn't have that expansion of expression three, four years ago. No. So in just that, and, and it's all, I don't think we've, have we had an Ezra Brooks that wasn't good? No. Uh, and I want to say we probably... On the podcast,
1: at least. Brought up would have been what me. we've been... Was their anchor at the start. Dude, that, that was their clutch, yeah. yeah. But then I think the next one that we really fell in love with was the seven-year. And they've just been forever expanding. And then no, we what had... Was the other,
0: Kentucky Best. That was the other one that was really good.
2: Yeah. Same Some colors. colors. Yeah, That's a $12 bottle. it's right. the, the one we
0: found. Me and you both found it on the way down <laughs> the yeah. field. Yeah, It's literally the seven-year Ezra Brooks, but they took the seven Ezra Brooks out and put Kentucky Spirit. <laughs> same colors, same bottle, same everything. And they just flipped it around.
1: Yeah, and then we had... Uh, is it Rebel Yell 100? that we, we've had a couple times and me and you were like, wow, this is a go-to.
0: Well, yeah, because I remember we had that and I was talking shit. And I was like, is fucking Jerks Rebel Yell? And then we drank it and, and I, was with like, that sure. I was like, ooh. 100, I was like, oh, that's...
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just their the regular uh, Rebel Yell, I've never really caught fire with that. But this one, so far, is, is really uh, a, a, a new deal into my... Collection. I really like it. I mean, it's yeah, this this is good. I I've never like heard it. of it. it all and you got you got
0: part. to give them credit, like you know, because a lot of bottles now, like we say, the same thing with cigars. And, and, and you know, the best example we can use is the Death Bucket Two, the Thai Tea, the Wasabi. Uh, those three cigars when they dropped, right? There was such a big confusion that everyone knew 101 was Death Bubble. Yeah. But before Pravada put out that Espinoza was doing the Thai tea and the Wasabi, there was, you, know, an, there were on, you could see it on social media. Oh, another 101, another 101, because the same artist did the labels. You know what I mean? People, like creativity is never dead. I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, it's plagiarism with a little splash of creativity that's king always has been always will be you know um, but I, I I think that with bottles There's people Kentucky's are getting right there. people are getting it's becoming more popular I think it's because so many expressions are dropping so often right how many, how many times a day, you, you've probably been sitting at lunch at a bar restaurant and seeing three reps walk in with seven bottles. Yeah, Showing of shit off, right? Well, shit, I mean, when And then I walk- you go to the next place the next month, and it's the same rep with seven new bottles. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? There's uh, so much uh, product. I, I was,
2: well, I was, that just reminds me because uh, I was bringing Brad, the GM of, of Blood and Sand, to, dropping him off at, at the restaurant. And, and while he's sitting in my car, they were reps that were that were coming up to, to the passenger window and holding up bottles for him to see because they were trying to sell him new expressions.
0: It's a it's a it's a weird cutthroat game they play, man. It's strange, but um, well, there's another. There's an Ezra, Ezra. I think it's Ezra.
1: Brooks, Ezra Brooks. The Stillers collection that we've had on the deal. It looks the same, only it's black and gold that we've hey, had. Look, it in looks like it oh,
2: looks like the, the Bourbon Counties. That's also them. Uh, all three Bourbon, uh, all three Bourbon Counties. Davies County. Sorry, Davies County. Davies, you're talking
1: about this one right here. So we've,
2: had all, there, we've had all. three of those. We've yeah, we've done all three of those. Yeah. What are you drinking? Talk to us,
0: Danny boy. Um, yeah, see, and this is this is, this is just going to back my point up Actually, real quick. Actually,
2: I was wondering we what he's, just, he's drinking and what he's smoking.
0: He's smoking an Oliva V uh, Milano, right? Yeah. nah, Maduro Special or the, the Habano? That's right. Type away, brother. There it is right there. That he's smoking robot. the Milano. Oh, he's you know, drinking a homemade... bottle. Playboy, uh, nice. boy, damn. I can't go either, <laughs> but he's smoking we had a house made Knob Creek Rye Manhattan. Not bad, yeah. I like it. Um, but to my point, what I said about the growth of Lux Row, right? I said we mentioned four just now on your phone. You pointed out three more bottles from Lux Row that's either Ezra Brooks, uh, uh, yeah, they were all Ezra Brooks that we've had, and they're on the podcast. That's what's hilarious, they're on the podcast. When are they gonna do something with the peacocks,
1: though? Because Lux Row is on a peacock farm, and I mean, at some point, they gotta come out with the peacock collection and bring it into their bourbon, because that's a big story about the farm where they have the distillery now, and I think that would be pretty cool if they worked that into something of some bottle, which I think would be fun anyway enough of that but yeah. I, I think I
0: always find that interesting a well I'll never forget the first farm. story you told me when you went there you were trying to find someone to sell you a peacock feather <laughs> well yeah it's like I, I go down to my local place in st.
1: James and some guy tried to sell me some eggs and he goes by the way I've got peacocks too and here's a couple feathers because you bought a couple dozen eggs for me and I'm like wow that's cool they should have like peacock feathers available at Lux Row it would be kind of a unique little weird thing you know mm-hmm. hey
0: a couple bucks buy a feather
3: actually
0: I have to give Fuente some credit here. All right, the cigar is changing for me. Um, now as a retro it, it's gotten beefier.
2: That's the same cigar? Yeah. Look at mine, look at his, man.
0: Yeah, I'm talking a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're correct on that. Yeah, sorry. Um, what it's doing, uh, now that floralness is all over the place, the spice is really starting to resonate. So we're about and it's not dirty last anymore. three inches or yeah. whatever. It's not dirty anymore. It's it's muddy now. Like it's 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 more it's mo- it's, mo- it's moist. It's moist. It's, <laughs> moist. it's uh, actually coming like together. And, and the, you know Barat, the
1: movie guy, the uh, yeah. actor Barat. He's got the almost like the fake mustache. Anyway, I jumped off lying there for a minute. Anyway,
2: he saw seventies porn and you know. Okay, check this out, guys. We got a
0: question here. Oh, that's good. So uh, Dan said um, we've talked about Pravada before. Yes. Um, are there any other cigar clubs that we jump into or that we deal with? Well, we're dealing with Pravada now. Mark, you've got
1: another one that you're involved with, right?
2: Okay. So yes, I, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm at the moment. I'm. I'm still a member of Ezra Zion with their cigar and coffee club. Effect as I was leaving to get my car to come here the mailman handed me handed me that's the February release for for Ezra Zion Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? so I, I got this today haven't tried it I have to say I I, I love their coffee um, I I might even like the coffee more than the cigars um, I I've uh, so the uh, an, another regular fixture on the podcast is uh, Squirtin' German. He gave up on, on the Ezra and yeah. on the, on the, on the Ezra Monthly Club, and instead he he's on the uh, the Perfect Cigar Blend Monthly Club. So he has that. Um, i added i decided i was going to drop the nomad i haven't dropped it yet but my plan was to drop that and and add the the farm Road from from Pravada. yeah and i'm thinking about also adding the uh, oh, you dropped uh, uh luxury cigar club luxury cigar club the the differences and this is something that i talked to brian at Pravada about Pravada has just one tier they have two different clubs but, but one but one tier and so you if if you had the option of increasing it you just get double the allotment the difference with 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 luxury cigar club is they they have like five different tiers so if you want to pay more you get you you get more expensive cigars you get more cigars they have they, they have different options and and i i, I, I kind of like that and and i told Pravada that if they offer that i my first choice is is to increase my subscription with them, but I go through more than more than three cigars a month. So I mean, it's, hell, I'll be I'll be going through at least three just today. Right. So I,
0: with 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 this monthly subscri- cigar subscriptions, they're cool. There's a lot of people doing them. Um, I do the Pravada farm roll, but I've been doing Pravada for well, I talked about that podcast. Wow, uh, he started it in seventeens so for four years. Um, and I had stopped my, I had actually stopped my um, Pravada Club and I picked up on the farm rolled this past year when that thing kicked out, right? Um, the other one that I play with now is Standard & Twain. I've done it for, this is my second month. What I like about what they do is they actually, they work with uh, cigar companies pull the bands off the cigars, put a toe tag on it, send you a tasting card, and then at the beginning of the next month, you guess what it is, they tell you what it is. And so it, it, that's a fun learning exp- expense expression, kind of like that. But my other thing, if, if you're near cigar shops, and you've got good collections in your humidors, and you can get to them quickly. D- yeah you can save the money on, on you know, go spend it there, spend it there. Or if not, sign up for all of them. I mean, they're all, but, but be careful because like the two the, the two that I will shout out to the best, Pravada and Luxury Cigar Club, because Luxury Cigar Club has the only Lancero Artesano Del Tobacco has ever done, the Viva La Vida Lancero. Um, that is the the place to, those two are, are phenomenal. And they're, the thing about them is their customer service is fire. You send them an email in the morning, they're going to respond to you that afternoon, you know? Yeah, I, I would definitely, I would, I would triple thumbs up if my pants were down for uh, Luxury Cigar Club in Pravada, hands down, without a doubt. I, I think that's fantastic. Well, if you, so, so Dan just says he's never smoked a Lancero before. I'm a Lancero junkie. I thoroughly enjoy them. Um, I smoke them. I don't smoke them often uh, because those are the ones like when I, when you want to get into your nerd mode and you actually want to sit down and smoke and talk, everyone, that, everyone in the industry will tell you that 70% of a cigar's taste comes from a wrapper. That's only true in a Lancero because it's the largest leaf combination on the cigar. When you really want to get into what that age of tobacco tastes like and you really want to draw that flavor in, there's nothing better than a Lancero hands down, argument ended. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. Hang on, if you need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, do all that. We're gonna hit it with the ad, finish this pour here, go through this cigar. We're gonna light up a couple more cigars, get into some other bourbons that the Bourbon Cowboy and that satchel on the back of his horse always seems to bring. Um, And we'll be back here shortly. You guys stay tuned. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. All right, everyone, we are back. We've had a lot of fun with our Patreon members. We had a few on. It's been great. It's actually really cool to hear that our podcast reaches Rhode Island, which is That's amazing. Pretty dope, man. That's cool. So I'm going to start this with wrapping up this Fuente. I will give it a little bit of of credit. Um, It it did develop a little more towards the end. One thing I'll give the cigar, the construction is flawless. Um, That floral stuff, the nose started to come down. I do think that the whiskey's helped a lot. Um, That um, barrel um, distiller's selection, right? Distiller's Collection. Distiller's Collection. Um, So much memories of Blood Oath. Really opened it up. Gave it a lot more floral. Uh, But I'm going to stand by the the floralness on It's that burnt out blade plug-in. The build was great. Pretty much tasted like soil and uh, plywood the whole time through. But it was good. (laughs) We smoked it. Fuente week one of classics. And uh, it's in the grave. So
2: as a a (laughs) parent... As, 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 well, but as as a, as a pairing, I think the second the second whiskey did was better.
3: Yes, uh, be, be, I, I agree.
1: Be, be, I agree.
2: Because because what, what I would say about the first one, and I and, and I, I, I like this redemption. My comment though is that the redemption for me acted like cough syrup. not not not, not, that, not that the redemption tastes like cough syrup. But what I'm saying is, it was almost like a cocktail. Well, but if, you, right. So after, after you if you if you take yeah. cough medicine in a liquid form, yeah, it coats your mouth, and you can't. I mean, look at that and, color
1: and, compared to this color. And, and
2: you can't taste anything after you've had that cough syrup. And in this case, it's not unpleasant like cough syrup. So I'm not making that the comparison to say that that that, that, that there's something wrong with the with the redemption. But what I'm, what I am saying though, is that, is that, next to that cigar, I couldn't taste the cigar immediately after trying the, the that redemption. Like, do you guys? Uh, oh,
0: I, I will say now. Memory. Now we've had a couple different bourbons now. So, so the well, redemption. Yeah. I, so here's what I will say that you're probably never gonna hear me say again. And I hope I don't have to. Is unsweet. But rye, as that redemption is, the sweetness washed out the fuente. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, that's I'm, I think I'm agreeing with you. That's why I'm just trying to reference it from my point. You know what I mean? Like that's what it did. It beat it up. It it whapped it out, man. It was weird. It just. And I don't think that's a, <laughs> I don't know what you could pair that cigar. I almost think an IPA, um, maybe a sour, um, uh, like a some kind of fruity stout okay.
2: would actually do so, that cigar so, good. So a beer would actually. I, th- I agree with that. So beer, the nice part about a beer, Or well, the is,
0: crispness against the floor the floralness in the nose. Right? So yeah. yeah. So
2: so a beer would, would acts as a palate cleanser anyway. That's why it's kind of good with, with with sushi when you're switching from one roll to to another. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't linger. And, and, and the difference is that I think the redemption lingers on the palate, and you have to give it some time before you can taste that cigar again. That's what it did for me.
0: I'm there. All right, well, we're moving on. We're going into new cigars. Um, I fired up a Room 101 uh, hit and run. 2018, almost Churchill. That's what I'm getting ready to light up. That's this guy. We got the video going for the patrons on the Patreon. Uh, this half of the video is being recorded and will be the after hours for tonight, so everyone enjoy that. Um, and we're moving on to uh, bourbon, I do believe. We got something... And I'm gonna do the one I brought up. Jaime Garcia,
1: baby. Jaime Garcia, baby. So, I went with the smaller Robusto Anyway, I don't good sir. I
2: have this, I don't even remember where I got it. I was hoping that, 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 that one of you guys have had this and would tell me what what what, what it is because that's my choice. Oh so this is the,
0: the SNR Black Studios. This is um, Black Label Trading Company. Okay. The SNR is part of their Next to limited it. release, it's the allocated release for accounts. The SNR was picked up at a previous location in which that we spent time at. Yeah, I mean, It's a cigar that I, came in from an account setup that, exactly that was made. I was going to say. Uh,
2: well, I don't know that it came from there.
0: I, I know for a fact. That's what my... Uh, Has it been in a a
2: while? So this could have come from from the Nomad Cigars. Oh, it may have as
0: well, but that, that's where you've seen it from. Yeah. Okay. The S&R. Uh, yeah, I don't know what s stands for. Do, do they for? always have the, the, the That one does. Yes, the, I, it's part of. So you have yeah with Blackworks Trading, Black Label or, or, or yeah Black Label Trading, or Black Label Trading Company, Blackworks Studio. Uh, that is part of the allocated account opening with the Killer B, the Yellow Bee the lizard king things like that that's where all of that plays plays in, in this setting i mean say what you want
1: but look at that here is the uh dummy cutter this is runs around 60 dollars. i've had it for and i want to say six years and look at that cut
0: yeah baby it just does exactly look what. Clean,
2: it, actually, look at that so, so yeah, since, since we were talking about cuts
0: Well, talking about cuts and a pigtail are two different things. Now, you're not going to be able to reach that, but with this one, see how it's elevated here? Yeah. Pinch and pull. Cigar's cut. That's it? Suck through it. You pinch and pull and there's your little rat tail. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to do it for you, but it's the best way to show you to do it for you. You so when cutters change, right, because most people who would've cut that cigar would've gone under that pigtail and cut it, you'd been right in the binder. You wouldn't have, nothing. Nothing would've been anything. Um, nothing would've been, is that a double negative? Nothing would've been anything? Um, But, no, that's good. That works. Nothing would be Yeah. But that's how some, you know, something that we've talked about, pigtails, how you follow counterclockwise, pull it off, and you breathe straight through, you know, um, it exposes the wrapper to the binder, and you smoke through it. With that one, that's what that cap was. The glue was under that. That's design. Peel it off, pop it clean, set it in place, you're good to go. All right. So let's fire these up as we're lighting these. Bourbon Cowboy, walk us through what I hope... It's not what I have. You're gonna have it. So anyway, but we don't have any patrons on now, right? We're recording this now for the patron. This is the after hours. Oh, okay.
1: So this, um, me and the Viking have talked about this. I had this one time and now I had it a second time. These are very hard to get a hold of. This is the Larceny um, barrel proof. This one's at 122 proof. I don't know if they're all at 122 proof. I haven't got my second um, bottle yet, but I wanted to go ahead and open this up because there's been a lot of discussion with me and Mark. He didn't think it was any good. I think he's
0: gonna- Well, there's, there's a little backstory on that. I went to a location in town that we frequent and the cowboy had told me that it was available. So I went down there. Now, you can't always blame a server for not knowing all the hundreds of bottles behind a bar. But I asked uh, for a pour of uh, yeah. Barrel Proof, and what I got, I did not like. Now, what we've kind of come together, we're actually gonna find out right now, live for the patrons, if this was what I had or if this is indeed the Barrel Proof. I think you're gonna be pleasantly
1: surprised. If not, well, I'll call it what it is, call it what it may. Well, I'm like my Jaime,
0: All right, well we got our cigars lit up, let's wait Russian, put that lit up buddy. His welder. I said Cranboulet torch. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's just, I know exactly what I have one. I just, and, mine's uh, by the copper. Way, <laughs> if you want one of
1: these uh, torches, go to your local uh, cookery or wherever you buy and get the creme de lae package and they show you how to do it and they provide you a torch and they're very inexpensive if you do it that way. I have one at home that I use on the back porch for a, a lot of people and
0: it works out beautiful. All right, let's cheers this up larceny barrel proof one what'd you say 123 122 122 good no one likes odd numbers cheers fellas and you're gonna say hell no
1: that's not what i have and the other thing is it's just open
0: the bottle i had just the other night has been open for weeks. That's gonna grow more, I think. That's not what I had for sure. That's not larceny. Larceny sucks. That that is that is better, better, better. It is it's fresh though. Um, but again. You know what, though, I've had it two or three times, and it gets better every time. You know I what have I want to. You know what I'm immediately. Now we'll talk about it as we get through it, but immediately, you know what I want to trace it back to. Do you remember that knob creek we had? That 20, I think it was 25 year knob creek on your back porch. We held it up to the sun and had that. Is it 25, 25 too much year. No, Maybe not 15. Well, I've had a
1: 14 that I, a couple 14s that I bought in Kansas City that I bought and brought back, and we've had.
0: We had one that had such a unique amber color to it, and it had an, a, a very mute, oh yeah. I mean, that is a very dark, rich,
1: yeah. rich. I mean, that may be richer
0: than... Uh, amber honey, amber honey. Yeah. Uh, that immediately, off the initial drink, I may have to have another sip of that, if you don't mind, sir, once I get done with this one. Uh, this is, um, I don't even know. I saw... I do not know.
1: Who... who, Remind me his name again. And I I always refer to him because I thought he was super knowledgeable. And I really like listening to him talk about bourbon. Jason Lois. He he was a rep. And they called him in for... I actually first met him at a Schnucks uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon night. Oh, well, I know who you're talking about, but... He's really unique. We saw him at one place one night. Yeah. And, um, you know, I saw him do this for, I, I want to say a half an hour to open up his bourbon and whatever. And I've never listened. I'm not going to. And spend, he was doing it on while he was turkey. talking. Yeah. He said for his money, uh, 101
0: turkey, which we've had, we agree is a very good go to. Well, that's actually a funny episode because I was like, man, one-on-one. And then we ended up doing one-on-one with the 17. Last year at yeah. Dave's house, actually. Yeah. And we drank like half the bottle. <laughs> and
1: we Ubered home for everybody, so we were safe. But he did that for an hour, and, and or half an hour, I'm saying. And um, I was like, well, I'm not gonna spend a half an hour open up my bourbon. But um, I've had this where half the bottle's gone, and there's been many pores pulled out of it, and it gets better and better and we've had bottles like that e- even our bookers uh has done the same thing when you open a break up a new bottle don't be put off if it, it it doesn't meet your expectations right off the opening
0: especially when it's higher proof right because you're gonna and you can tie this into cigars as well right don't judge a cigar off the first you know five minutes of the cigar it doesn't work that way you know um but with the first time a bottle oxidizes or oxygen gets to the bottle, you got shit to work out. It's, it's got, there's time involved. There's things that need to happen, things that need to go on. You know, all, that, all that's very important. You know, like Mark Mark or well Mark, you're the Frankenstein Russian, you're the Frankenstein of cocktails. But you've even you've even shown in all your you know, trying to bring the glass jar to life and make sure the whiskey crawls into your mouth with all its legs. You know, you've shown when you've made a cocktail how sometimes you have to let it sit. Wait a minute, man. You know, there's a reason. You You know, the best thing I can compare that to a properly poured Guinness, right? A properly poured Guinness takes 130 130 seconds to pour. Two minutes also, and says that because you have to let the aeration take place. Let the caramel settle in. Let things happen. Things have to develop. And I'm not saying wait 30 minutes and, and you know do the do the twirl all day. Yeah. But let it breathe. Give it a minute. You know, there's there's a lot of times when you know why why do you decant wine? You decant wine to let the air get to it, right? Now it gets way deeper than that, but you know what I'm trying to reference, right? Decant the wine to let the air in to pull the alcohol a little bit away, especially if it's more potent, right? That's why you decant it, okay? Let it breathe, give it time. When you open a bottle, it's actually become habit. I've seen it happen. We've been sitting around a table drinking, laughing, having fun. We'll open a bottle, drink, laugh, have fun. Five minutes later, we pour out of it. It's just a, it's an understanding, it's a thing that you get over time. You know, you're not the guy with the brown paper bag with a bottle in it trying to put it down your throat as fast as you can because that bench won't be comfortable tonight. You know? like You're not, you're not running that route.
1: Alright, well here, let me bring up another fun fact for you. Where is Larceny out of?
0: Tennessee? Evan Hill. Oh. I didn't know, I was guessing in the dark there, I didn't know it. I know. We all agree
1: we don't like Larceny, the, the basic Larceny product, but Larceny, I think, comes out of the mash bill of Old Fitzgerald, right? I could see that. Well, see... So all there is the- a lot of parallels in this barrel pick, and they're touting this as one of the bourbons, top bourbons of the year. And, of course, you know how that rolls. You know, they found the sweetest and the honey pick of all the barrels in the Rick House, but for the first time I'm enjoying larceny alright hey check your phone um I think for the first time I'm enjoying larceny with this barrel pick and I'm sorry not barrel pick but um barrel proof barrel proof at 122 and now we're getting up there into some interesting things uh I could do some further reading on this, but I think this is, this is uh, maybe somewhere around six years, and um, I think it's a really good product, and uh, uh, anyway, it's just another thing to think about. I think they're hard to come by. I have not found another one yet, but um, beyond the... Look, I think they had one last year, and I think there's a new one out this year. And it does drive me crazy sometimes, because as I look at these uh, barrels, sometimes they don't put the year on them, which drives me crazy. Right. Like I should put it in so, my, you know what I'm saying? In yeah, my... So they, they,
2: and they, they used to try to drive uh, consumer involvement by by attaching a key to the neck. And then they, I, I noticed that they stopped doing that when lock and key
0: did they did their thing, so while you're looking at that, something I want to say, I want I want to talk about the cigars for a minute while we're smoking them. Um, Mark and I are smoking some Russian, the Vikings smoking something new, Bourbon Cowboys smoking an all-time fucking favorite. that's so, that cigar and that size too. You pick these up in Saint in Saint James? Yep. Yep. Yeah, buddy, we picked them up at that gas station. Um, or stop and shop on this gas station. Yeah, the it's... room one one I'm smoking. This is a a collaboration between Caldwell Cigars and Matt Booth. It's the almost Churchill Ecuadorian wrapper Nicaraguan binder or Nicaraguan Honduran and Dominican binder filler. This cigar is very good. It's very floral, a lot of spice, and hangs out in the back. And it's almost got that. Um, When you go to wood, I think sometimes you have to talk about wood because, especially with whiskey, you got oak stave, you know, you got wood that's been doused in alcohol, right? It's been charred and all that. The wood on this is, you know, when you go to like an arts and crafts store and you buy a little wooden box and it smells like pine or cedar or whatever, it's like, oh, when you get a new humidor and you open it up, right? You haven't seasoned it yet, it just smells like cedar. That's the wood taste on this. It's almost sweet. It's almost uh, like can- like cotton candy is sweet, but I think cedar on the wood. It's really unique. I, I like it a lot. I bought these fours. I only brought one, but I've got a bunch more fours. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> I bought a bunch. I of had these to smoke first. I only brought one today. Okay, good. I love. I've always loved. And another uh, thing about me loving cigars is even liquor stores from an early age, 905, there was a certain smell when you went into 905. I think a lot of times in the early days, and obviously I'm older than you guys, there'd be a broken bottle and there'd be a lot of cardboard returnables I, have you guys ever even seen a waxed returnable box of yes. returnables yes um there was a particular smell the same way when i i um somehow manandered my way into a tender box or a, uh is it a tender Do they call it a tender box or um i'm thinking wrong here um you know, like a pipe shop or a yeah, tobacco yeah, shop. yeah, 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 um, and you would smell all that pipe tobacco. I've tried the pipe. I'm still working on that. Not a lot, but I'll I tend to do I'm it paddling. more in the winter a little bit. But um, that smell of tobacco in a great tender box. Yeah, yeah they call them tender, tender boxes. boxes. Yeah. Um, and they and they. That's sell where a the famous box cigar lounges came from. Right. It's that name. Yeah. So. You share that beautiful smell between, man. I'm telling you, I don't think there's anything like great tobacco smell, it's beautiful. And then, um, and then a combination. One great one is over on, on old Main Street in St. Charles. They sell uh, tobacco, um, cigar tobacco as well of great cigars. But um, and I used to love those smells. Yeah. So anyway, so. Well, listen, what do you think? I haven't heard. What do you think of this, Larceny? Do you like it, or it's growing on you, or not? Or?
2: It's so strange to me how, how different this is that, than, than their flagship product. But it it definitely is different. I'm...
1: It definitely has all the things you want in a great bourbon, So I- but there just is something a little different about the taste profile. I can't put my, uh, I, I can't say it's a fig or it's this or it's that or whatever, but there is something a little different about this that I like. Um, but I know I like it, and I can't tell you why, but I mean, it's a different taste profile than a Booker's or an Old Fitzgerald, or a lot of the Heaven Hill products that are put out there, and I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I i better look that up, make sure I'm not doing this wrong, but I, I'm pretty confident. Let me see here, that this is so, uh, a Heaven Hill product. Let's see here.
2: Actually, I think it's a Beam product.
1: Um, distillery for Larceny bourbon. Yeah, Heaven Hill. I wasn't wrong. Larceny, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, Heaven Hill. So, I, in, in, in talking with the Viking, whatever, I'm telling him... I think a lot of this mash bill comes right out of the old Fitzgerald that I love so much. I think it comes out of the same mash bill. And it's amazing. But this has a little different characteristics than old Fitzgerald, but how they change that or blend it uh, with different years or whatever and how they do that, well, that is another thing that we're wanting to have on a future podcast where we can actually sit down with some distilleries uh, and some of the master uh, blenders, and talk a little shop. I don't know how secrets are going to give away, but I- I'm always interested in how that all works out. But this is Heaven Hill. I confirmed it again, and um, but I- I'm betting that this comes out of the same mash bill as Old Fix Joe.
2: All right, Mark, have you talked about that SNR yet? I-, I haven't actually, and and I this is my favorite cigar of the night. Um, this is everything that I want in a cigar. This is what I... I like this a lot. Um,
0: can you progress on why it's everything you want in a cigar? Usually can. I'm hoping it does.
2: So, okay. In, in this case, with, with, with this larceny, because it's a high proof product, my expectation is that it would overpower anything that it's paired with it's 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 a hard pairing item because I, I wouldn't normally take food products for example if i were to pair it with cheese it would have to be a cave swiss it would have to be something that that that, that has a really strong Flavor. It, it an English Stilton, for example, it needs something strong to stand up to it. And I think that I think that this cigar does it. This isn't a case where. I, so one of the one of the problems that I often have in pairings is is, is that that I I get, I get something. A whiskey that, that I really like and a cigar that I really like and and I have to juggle one one against the other and so and, and where, where I get the to the, to the point where I, I kind of have to focus on one for a while and then you and then the other because be, be, because one overrides everything I've Everything I've 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 described about, about, about one or the other, and in this case, the reason it works, I think, is because is because this stands up to that. I hear
0: you. I hear you. I like well, that. That's all. That's, that's that poetic shit, Mark. But here's that's
1: the poetic thing. Shit, I love it. So we've got three people yeah? here at the table. We got the Viking and the Bourbon Cowboy. So, and the Mad Russian. And the Mad Russian, I was getting to that. But what I'm saying is, is I process things differently. And I think me and you process things fairly similar and you do the Viking, me and you. And then um, the Mad Russian. Like I, what we do on this podcast, listen, we bring a bourbon and I'm not saying our pairings are freaking great. But we talk about a bourbon and we talk about a specific cigar, and now as I'm
0: talking, I'm... Wow, that is quite different. Yeah, Yeah, that just stole the show. Hmm. Shout out to Black Label Trading Company. All right. Wow. Damn. That's pretty damn good. I'll make sure I try and get that in the humidor. But in general... I don't,
1: I think we fly for the hip, that's kind of always been our thing, and I think the Russian is, um, he really is a little uh, deeper in his thoughts with everything that he knows with cocktails and pairings and whatever, and um, sometimes we hit really well, sometimes we don't, but I mean, we're talking about, we bring a bourbon and a cigar whether it pairs well or not. It's not like the like we pre-smoked them and, and we've been smoking all week and we're bringing the perfect fucking pairing uh, to the podcast. We're just throwing it out there and trying shit every week. And the nice thing about him, he's different than us. He really has a deep thought and a process about, he is really looking at a lot of other things that we're not. And, I mean, I think okay, that's run, what's nice dude. about having the Russian on here, is because he's got, he has, it's like, remember SNL, Deep Thoughts? Yeah. By, <laughs> yeah. Deep Thoughts by uh, something Tandy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like, and they would play like a little, a heart music, like Deep Thoughts by the man Russian. And then he comes on and he goes, you know, I've been really working on this for a while, and I'm thinking this, 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 and that, and, uh, so we're flying through the hip, and and he's more process guy, and not that we're not, but we're very quick. He's more process oriented, and I just puffed on that cigar, and that is a, a motherfucker. I want that's. I'm, I'm guys, get Some of those, because be, I want to uh, try that
0: when we finish here and go to our top golf game that, that we are definitely playing. A bad motherfucker right there. I think I may have a lock on a box. Let so you guys know during our top golf or our, our golden tea challenge um but hey I, I think i think what we can do let's let's run through these cigars let's have another couple of drinks let's wrap out the podcast i think you know the blues yeah. are on we're gonna we're gonna watch that play some golden Tee, Enjoy lit cigar lounge for everything that it is man i mean it's 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 rog sponsor you know the original the first the first people that ever gave us anything for Doing what we do, right? Yeah. Um, we've got some fantastic shit in the works. I think I might start recording our in-between pause meetings. We got some great shit going on. What I need to say is you need to look forward to the Pumpkin Patch from Craft & Puro. I'm sure. go ahead and put that out there. It's oh on, my it's on God. the interwebs. Look out for it. Yeah, stress is on. Huh? Yeah. Pumpkin Patch series. Pumpkin Patch series from Craft & Puro. Right. <laughs> from Craft <and> & Puro. <laughs> Um, and uh, the Mad Russian as a regular co host on the show. Um, he's going to be here much more often than not. He is. We would love. What I would love <laughs> is I would I mean, love for the writings to come back if they can. Um, everyone's got things going on, things happen, this and that, but when that can sparse up again, when you're out here in the old Wildwood, we're going to uh, fire some things up, <laughs> type some shit up together. <laughs> um it'd be it'd be kind of cool you know um as always i want to throw you cigars and just watch you do what you do with because look man anyone can talk i think it's a talent anyone can talk only a few people can draw and only a very few people can write and you can type like a motherfucker and our podcast reaches Rhode Island. I just, <laughs> dude, I'm like, what? Who's got a tent in their backyard like that? I mean, that if you live like in Rhode Wild Island, Island You live in Rhode. It literally looked like Wildwood Pub's it's tent. Holy totally shit! I thought he was up at Wildwood. But um, yeah, so we got a lot of fun things coming. This was our first Patreon um, inclusive uh podcast we did have three patrons on at one point two were on video one was not super cool i mean it was awesome to have it for one time uh and this is cool we've been recording the whole time so uh video podcast formats now coming to the patreon um next week we'll be back at lit cigar lounge because it'll be three degrees outside so we're gonna be right here <laughs> it'll be cold oh yeah we will be right here it'll be cold as shit um, so we'll be right here. Um, and yeah, we look forward for you being here and on the team and doing everything. And we got some great shit coming, man. All right, man. I mean, we do. Tell them something. It's been a fucked up year. But um,
1: I just talked to the Viking and I have this idea about a series of cigars and we got to get going somewhere. We've been talking about it all year and we're going to get going on it. We're going to get working on it. And I'll get, uh, well, I don't have to draw much because I got about a, fucking hundreds of pumpkins that I've been doing over the years. I love Garmin Pumpkins. So why not start a series of cigars called Pumpkin Patch and um, and hopefully we'll be offering that to you guys soon. We're going to get on it. And like I always say, man, giddy up. All right, Get so a cigar, get some good bourbon and um, have some fun, man. Right
0: on, right day, hey. <laughs> right, right on. All right, all right, all right. On. This is the Viking. Right on. Right on right We're gonna let right the on. Mad Russian walk this shit out. I'm just gonna say for me, Bourbon Cowboy, the Mad Russian, Craft Imperial, Lit Scarlounds, Wildwood Pub, Legends, everybody around us, dude. Thank you for everything. We're gonna let the Russian take us out. Uh, Arturo Fuente. Look, if you like them, love them. They're not my thing. I'm glad this week is done, so we can get on to something else next week. I'm out.
2: Look. Th- thank you, guys, for, again. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, well, okay. I, I, as as you pointed out, I'm I'm not the speaker.
1: I, I, We're done. Well, I didn't mean that. No, know. no, 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 no. But it, but it, but it, but <laughs> it, but
2: it, 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 but, it, but no. But it, but it's true. People have their talents. I I. So when. The 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 part that I that I can't share with people is that is is that that when I when I when I wrote those those reviews, I sat and I carefully thought about it, and I can change things, and in this in this format, I can't do that. This is this is all impromptu. Right. No, I got. And and, and I and I actually I I appreciate that that part of it too. Right. Because because this isn't scripted. This isn't like. We all got together, tasted everything that we were gonna do today.
0: No, because that would be fucking boring,
2: right? But 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 I'm, I'm not looking at a teleprompter. We're not. We I, can't I, afford those. Yeah, but but I, I I wouldn't be stuttering and 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 making these these mistakes oh, that I am. Stop.
0: Wrap it out. Let's do this, man. No, this is great.
2: All right. Th- thank everybody. I appreciate everybody for for being a part of this. I appreciate that I can be a part of this.
1: Alright, well listen. He said his piece. I'm the bourbon cowboy from the Viking and the Mad Russian. We are fucking out. Giddy up.